morning and afternoon, good evening. Today we're going to do something different. I'm here with my guy, and we're here to discuss Bible study. So this year, one of my goals is to get closer in my spirituality, more consistent with not just Bible study, but reading the word of God. A few days ago, I had the opportunity to have a session with my roommates here, forever. Yeah, and forever. And we shared two particular scriptures that we discussed. And I just felt like it would be a good idea for us to do that here. We'll be creating more content like this. So please stay tuned and enjoy. This episode promises not to be very long, but it packs full and insightful. If possible, get a pen, a paper, and enjoy. So our first scripture will be taken from, or wherever would you like to give us insights to what we're about to talk about? Look, you are basically just about to talk about your whole point as a child of God, which is what means six that break the foundation of your faith, which is what means six that break and how it reveals itself over time scripture. So I was going to draw like Matthew 6, 33, out of another scripture, which, you know, when it's taught, when that particular scripture is taught, it's not taught without Matthew 6, 33 mentality. It's always taught with a different mentality. I happen to be reading that scripture one day, and then I just thought to myself, hmm, this looks a lot like Matthew 6, 33. It doesn't look like what I've been told over time in Sunday school, in server. This is just Matthew 6, 33 stamped and stacked into that scripture, sir. That's all I'm sharing with you. Okay, so let's get into the main episode. And we'll start by reading out Matthew 6, 33. Mm-hmm. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. I'm reading from the King James Version. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. Sorry, and his righteousness and all things will be added unto you. What's the understanding from that verse? Right. Well, my understanding from that verse is we are humans, right? Made in the image of God. Sin took us out of that canopy, out of that fellowship with God, right? The sacrifice of Jesus Christ is what brought us back into that fellowship with God. But there is nothing more important in our lives, in our existence, than the kingdom of God. So basically, that what that scripture says is that, is as I've heard it so many times in so many preachings and so many sermons, there is nothing more valuable. There's nothing that makes life more meaningful than chasing after the kingdom of God. Every other thing you will seek to have, every other thing you aspire to get, every other thing you endeavor to achieve and come to you as you are pursuing the things of God. That's basically what Matthew 63 is talking about. That's my understanding about being for it's more or less the same. But I would just add in my understanding that Matthew 63 is also talking about the group of service. Where, as an individual, your first and foremost, okay, I'll put it to you this way. And I was listening to this, I don't want to call it a podcast, I don't want to call it a sermon. Why the opportunity to listen to a video from Steve Oga where he was talking about um, service, he was talking about service, and he was on an episode with Bishop David, so Pastor David Redipo and his brother Isaac were in a book and they were talking about and they were talking about the importance of servants 
he talked about, I think it was Pastor David when he said that service, actually finding your purpose in life is as a result of opportunity. Mm-hmm. And opportunities are basically just tools you use to grow, fulfill purposes in life. Mm-hmm. Your life is basically about assignments. All right. Now, how this goes to serve is that every assignment you have in life is to achieve your purpose. Your purpose as your goal in Christian living is service. Yeah. Is down to service. I think what is says 63 is a good encapsulation of that, but seeking first the kingdom of God. Some people talk about that in your kingdom of Western prayers because kingdom of Western prayers are actually possible way or one of the ways that you can serve. In attendance, in every meeting we have, we make it very clear that although our service is one, obviously, they'll share attendance and everything, our service is not limited to just an attendance. The prayers you pray for the house of God, albeit chapel um, or even our services, our churches at home, whatever the donations are, it's still kingdom of lasting prayers. And at that point in time, we are giving service to God. Yeah, and it's also in the aspect of your labor, not necessarily just in the kingdom, but for the kingdom as well. You know, I was watching a video of one Bishop David Edebolo Shaman, it's a very old Shaman. He was talking about Abraham's um, heritage to his children, that charity is what secures prosperity and posterity. Yeah. The word posterity means it can be passed to another generation. Charity in the sense that you are considering someone else. You know, it was Jesus that said, if you do this for this one person, for this one person, you are going to be one to me. Basically, when he said, seek ye for the kingdom of God, it's not just also about like what you do in the kingdom, but for the kingdom as well. This your brother that is here. How much do you want to help him? How much do you want to see this person get see? How much do you want to look out for this person? How much don't you want to hurt this person? Because you know, you know how it feels to get hurt. So you're not going to intentionally hurt this person. See, all the all the commandments that God com- that Jesus compressed into him, you will see it in the life of everybody that is truly seeking the kingdom of God first. Don't your neighbor as yourself. Lord, you're on the road you go with all your power or your mind or your strength. You will see it in the life of anybody that is truly and honestly, taking care of the kingdom of God. So yeah, that, that's just, that's honestly how, another perspective I can put to that particular scripture. Okay, let's move on. Now, the scripture we'd like to, or the part, the scriptures we would like to link it to, in this case, is from Philippians chapter 2, from verse 5 to 11. Chapter 5. Let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus, which was also in Christ Jesus. Chapter verse 6. He being in the form of God, but in no robbery to be equal with God, who made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of man. Chapter 8. Sorry, verse 8. And being found in fashion as a man, he bumbled himself and became obedient unto death. Even the death of the cross, chapter verse 9. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every other name. Verse 10. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, of things in heaven and things in the earth and things under the earth, 
and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. But I think you take it verse by verse. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's start from verse 5. Let this might be which was in, also in Christ Jesus. I think what this individual struck to me was my secondary school days. Now, there was a point in my secondary school days we used to do this every term there's a team. And one of the teams, I think if I, and for people who were in my secondary school, I'm just spitballing here. I think it was SS2. The thing was the mind of Christ. Okay, so that whole semester, that whole term, rather, it was the mind of Christ, the mind of Christ, the mind of Christ. And I think for me, the mind of Christ, I always thought it was an abstract thing because the abstract thing was said. Abstract thing is like what an unattainable Okay. In the sense that you, you are asking me to think as. Okay, if you go down the, the verses like I read, you hear that Jesus made himself of more of glory representation to be a man. Now, this is good. That is like having mind of God. My God's mind is pure, but like... Yeah, like it's like saying as an imperfect being, we want to embody perfection. Have a perfect mind. Yeah. And in Shido, for people who attended Shido, Papa said something that really struck me. Perfection is not a destination. Perfection is a journey. You continuously attain perfection every day. So the moment you actually stop, you are not perfect. So the moment you think of perfection as a, as a destination, the farther you are from it. Yeah. So the moment you try and attain perfection, in other words, every day you strive for what is good. Strive to be better every single day. In other words, you are attaining perfection more or less. Now, in this sense, you are asking an individual to as men will be tempted like Jesus was tempted. Yeah. Even as Jesus was tempted, every man will be tempted. Yeah. All right. You're asking an individual, a boy, a girl, a man who has lost um trouble with temptations like sin. Some as well like lying, like stealing, like backbiting, covetousness, all these kind of things. For a man like Jesus who was pure from the start. It doesn't remind him to say yes. But let's be honest, this man was pure from the start. And he's king us as individuals to be even like the the way he was even born so it wasn't natural human birth way shit. You can't the Holy Spirit that we go to the power boy and you continue to that. So like basically the whole process here for even he was prophesied beforehand. It was it was just the perfect process. He birthed a perfect person and die perfect death. So your mind, what do you what oh you won't understand it. What do you think as the mind of Christ? Yeah. That that very mindset I had until I read that scripture that Christmas season, which was like last year, was when like my mind changed on what they meant, what was meant by the mind of Christ. My initial thought of the mind of Christ was you know how after that scripture it talks about immunity, he humbled himself. So that when God came get show up. That was basically what my initial mindset was. Let his mind be the Lord in Christ. Be humble, you know, be meek. Because Jesus was very meek. Be meek. Love your neighbors as your sorrows. All his meekness and all of that. Which are obviously the traits of a believer and the traits of a real, true, grounded Christian. But I don't think that was the very point that was being driven me. I will talk about like the context of it when we get to the next verse. Okay. And verse six, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Yes. So when I brought 
the Matthew 6.33 link was that Christmas period. And I'll tell the story so that it adds context. So I was just I just woke up that morning and I was just like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Because I, I made it like a point of like concern that anytime I wake up in the morning, I should start saying thank you, Jesus. I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I looked at the, my phone. I swear it was on the 24th. I was like, ah, it's even Christmas season. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the mission of salvation. Thank you for coming to die for us. Because obviously Christmas is about the celebration of the coming of Jesus. And then this scripture just impressed in my heart. Being in the form of God, but no robbery to be equal with God. I just decided to check the scripture out and ponder on it. And I was like, okay, for wow. I sat down from that verse 5. Let his mind be that was also in Christ. It was Jesus Christ that told us to seek he first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and all these other things related to it. This is not the same person. Miss God, but found it no robbery to be equal with God. See, this was the plan. This was the plan. What, when I was telling you about this mature, you know, God's episode, I was telling you about like how I listened to this sermon about operations of the spirit. There's yeah. a process. Okay. So the plan is I would like to think of the wrath of God as its own entity. Okay. Think of it like this. There is something that appeases the wrath of God. Okay. A sacrifice, right? Yeah. That the children of God used to do. Yeah. There is a certain level of iniquity that people commit that causes the wrath of God to act. You know how when these guys in Sodom and Gomorrah were doing a lot of terrible things, the wrath of God was agreed and was going to act. And this guy came in and said, if I find this amount of people, he's will spare them. Yeah, I'll spare them, I'll spare them, I'll spare them. I couldn't find anybody, ended up destroying them, right? Yeah. So let's think oh, of it like... lots. Yeah, spend a lot, of course. But let's think of like the rocks of God that is its own entity. So now, this is, if human beings are like creatures, right? Made in the image and likeness of God, which we are so precious to God. So now, we learn to be saved from the rocks of God. And the rocks of God is invited principally by sin, right? Yeah. So we need to be saved from the rocks of God. How are we saved by the rocks of God? The process to appease the rocks of God is a sacrifice. So we need the ultimate sacrifice to expose all of our sins. So the plan is simple. Need a perfect sacrifice. Who's going to be that perfect person? There's no other. You know how like the consequences of sin are so dire. Yeah. So to expose these dire consequences, you need a dire sacrifice. No angel is going to do it. No angel is going to be a good enough sacrifice. Like only begotten sort. Yeah. But what's going to be what a gentleman got to serve the bad person, all of that. So. The plan was simple. Jesus, come and die for me. Right? Now, Jesus is God. Okay. He gets. But his plan is not that I'm God, so I don't have to. I did just send somebody else. Yeah, Michael, come, go and die for this people. Yeah. No, 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 no. His mind is the kingdom of God. We need to depopulate hell and populate heaven. The kingdom of God was further. That is the mind that was in Jesus. And with that mind, he willingly made himself of no reputation. He left his glory, his kingdom, his principle, the son of God. Are you kidding me? That was a proposition of no. How much he cared for like, humanity. So crying out instead for humanity. Like, not just in the image of God, we have God in our, like, he breathed into us the breath of life, straight from his nostrils into ours. Do you get yeah. like, to? 
that's why it shows us so precious to Jesus Christ because he's really, really showing not like even oh my god every time I think about it like it, it always bothers me so like he is God but then the kingdom of God is so important that it didn't matter that he is God he has to come down right follow the process come down obviously well he could have just been down then just slap his finger well we six verses no, I thought he says something. Will you just say something to Mark? This part of the scripture where he says, We are gods. Okay. And he said, He created us in the likeness of man and let created us in Genesis. Yeah, like God, let us, let us create man in likeness. No, like likeness. Yeah. Right. You said something. God breath his breath in God. The other thing is, breath. Exactly. So that each and every one of us are not just likeness of man. We not just have the likeness of God. We have a part of God. That is the channel. That's why I keep saying, like, that's why I have to explain to people that that's why our souls are so precious to God because it's terrible. Part, mm-hmm. part of the game, like, to see it grow to waste is, is just a terrible thing. Yeah. Like, it, it, it hurts him so much to see, like, the soul of a man go to waste because when I, when I was reading on James, I can't remember the particular verse, but it's James chapter 4. Where it says we are one of a kind of the first page of future. That's basically that basically means that we are one of a kind. He gets there. That was basically what that particular verse was saying that we will need unique. I think there's even a part of the Bible that says we need we need to be higher than the angel. Yeah. The higher or less. I can't remember. But we will need an angel. So unique, like so precious, so precious. And the kingdom of God, yeah, the kingdom of God is now so important in Jesus that it didn't matter that he is God. This is what needs to be done to appease the wrath of God that is principally brought on by sin. So he comes down to die with Matthew 6, 13, mortality. Yeah. Yeah, and then you go further down as scripture it says he left his reputation and everything and took upon the form of his servant. That's where giving your all in for the kingdom comes in. And then when you get to the latter part of the text, you see where God highly exalted him. That's where everything that you chase after now comes down to come back to you. Okay. All right, we'll talk about a few more things though. I think as you were speaking, like I said, I wanted to say something. And one other because the better that this might be you, which was also incorrect Jesus. I think one of the things that we have there is also the mind of humility. Yeah. Because if you go to verse 6, it says, Who being in the form of God, touching no robbery to be God with God? One. Verse 7, But made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of his servant, and was made in likeness of man. Now, looking down that scripture, four things first. So, Jesus had, will I say, every right, and in every form, to say, Okay, I'm going to come back, I'm going to come down as in my green. Yeah, like he had every right to say I'm with being down made my glory. He better just part of the sky and step down, give it. But one process. Process humility. Start from the process of where one started. Okay. I spoke to somebody a few days ago and I explained to this person that because this really wouldn't be really doubt me. That there are certain things that are because mom says not all things are lawful. I think they are lawful, but not all things are expedient. And what I understood by that in some cases is Sometimes, what you want to do, you have every right to do it. Mm-hmm. All right, and you have 
it is not wrong in any form. Mm-hmm. He is biblically godly or whatever. It's not wrong in any form. Mm-hmm. In fact, sometimes we even have scriptures to back out what you want to do. But the question is, ask yourself this question. Where do I stand to gain from what I am doing? Yeah. Let me give an example. Now, in this scripture, Jesus came down as man, right? In terms of a baby, I know this thing. Mm-hmm. Now, if, God, if he came down as a full-grown man, it's not to say he will not perform miracles. It is not to say he will not have done. Who knows? He might only live longer. You then, it's not to say he will have done those things. But that is not, he's still the son of God, right? Yeah, it's, it would not have been robbery to do any of those things, right? But we would have the better number one, the story of the major. Yeah. Number two, remember as, as a young boy, Jesus taught people, I am, um, yeah, you have been led of such. And the other thing is, you would have been aware of the fact that Jesus went through the synagogue book as a boy. That's my term. I know they were born, mm-hmm. did excellently well, set an example for students as, as our own that Jesus did it so you can do it. Yeah. Right? You need to talk about the fact that he grew up as a swimmer. Yeah, like a sense of growing. So there are so many things that if Jesus did not do it, we would have lost what we call the perfect example. That, and that perfect example is so important to show us that our humanity is not what is holding us back. Like the fact that we are humans doesn't stop us from being God-like. Yeah. 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 That, that, that growth process of Jesus is very important. It's so important. Like to the, to the, to people like us about thousands of years later, right? Yeah. The fact that we can now read and understand that this man grew like from a child. And it was this way. Because if he came down as a man, he would just be extremely like all these, you know, star clothes and all those streets and rain just came down, crack up, crack up in the place and he just took everybody's sins and do it somewhere. I think that that was it for me, humility. Because that's I feel like in love, not just as Christians, people as general, you need to understand that mind of humility is also the mind of Christ. Because if God in Jesus, all right, could come down, and leave all his glory behind to come as a man. And I've still searching the scripture for this, but I'll say this regardless. If you share this, you can search it for me. That Jesus did not manifest in his full glory to number one, he was baptized. Mm-hmm. And number two, till he got to around like 30, 30-ish. He made sure that this procedure, like God respects who says you children lodge. Like it doesn't matter whether obviously this, you know, and Jesus didn't say that. All of you people are gushing. I can call an angel of angels to flare all of you. Remember that time they yeah. came? To- I can say to my father, I can send 12 legions of like, it- and one legion, I think one legion is about um, 10,000. Do you know that? That's a really excessive. That's, I would say that that's excessive because if you see the story of how one angel you know, used to fight for general of angels, it means you know that one angel can do a tree. How will each other? Your one angel. Well, like, so what God respects the process so much that we have to go through all these things, how to be baptized, be prayed, be fasted. So that was his days of putting it. Like, and I think he did all that just to set an example for us. Like, I think that was it. Generally, he went through all that, not necessarily because he had to, like, or wanted to, but because he had to set an example. Like, was, in that is why when Jesus prayed, mm-hmm. Um, God, you know, in get some water. Yeah, get some. He said, uh, let this cup pass over. 
that prayer was originally answered because he still went. And that's the story that sometimes you know, pray. You know, he also said, No, my will be your will, Lord, let one will be done. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. So that's the issue that as he would have, he wouldn't made Jesus know what he wanted to do, like what he had to do. He wasn't still exactly. There was that human side. Uh -huh. The great process was to show him was that as a human, it is doable. Yeah. You get. So, like, him coming down in the form of man was very necessary. So, yeah, all the processes he went through was absolutely necessary. Yeah, that's where the process comes in, that God respects processes so much. And that's where, like, Matthew 6, 3 reflects from in that scripture. That mind of Matthew 6, 3, to give first the kingdom of God, all will be added out to you. And it's righteousness. And to seek the kingdom of God takes a measure of humility, takes a measure of meekness, obedience. It just it's just a combination of all the truths of the spirit, to be very honest. Yeah. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient. Just spoke about obedience. Mm -hmm. Even to the death of the cross. We actually just spoke about the cross. Where wherefore God has also highly exalted him. Now from verse nine to level is where after Jesus had done all of this, mm -hmm. the rewards kid. In other words, God's I mean, I said this so many times and I feel like I need to reiterate this. God is not a robber. Like, what he says he will do, he will do. You cannot work for God and not paint. God does not owe any man anything. And God will not owe any man anything. In other words, if you work hard, we will be rest assured. In other words, your mind should not be only payment. It's just the way that, just the way that even as workers, mm -hmm. When you are in a country, you need not be worried about whether they are going to pay you or not. They are, they are, they are mandated by contract. In the same way, God is mandated by his word because God is word. And God even said, I think the Bible is also said, not a jot of my word will pass in that coming to pass. In other words, whether anything, come rain, shine, whatever, unless you can stop the sun and moon from coming, lift his word will come to pass. And that, I think like, that is for us the assurance we need. Not to focus on the rewards of God's of doing God's will, but to focus on the mind of Christ, which is the right of service. Not the mind of reward for service. Yeah, I think that's what we reason. I think even I, even I, as a Christian, any of these Christian, that is what I was focusing on. That, okay, I'm going to serve God because I know that, okay, uh, God is going to give me five point zero. I'm going to serve God because I know that God is going to help me because God's going to reward me. At the end of God did, like, realize it doesn't stop God from rewarding me. It's the amount of blessings you can get. Because what you are now looking for, because God, like I said, reached the heart. Because God now, God knows that, okay, you're only doing this because there's reward. To be rewarded more. Well, within dread that mind of reward, I'm grateful. I am doing this because I love God. I'm doing this because this is service to God. I'm doing this because this is a better kingdom of everyone. You would realize that even more than what you asked for, the reasons that you have not even known you will get is what you begin to receive. So yeah, including yeah. Yeah, that's where that's where the I also want to like add to that point in the sense that you know when you said love and love is very important. You love God with all your heart and all your mind and all your strength is one of the you know two compound commandments that Jesus gave them when he decided to compress all the ten commandments. It's so important when you love God, right? The way you seek out the kingdom of God and its righteousness is directly proportional to the reward you get. 
Yeah. Look at what Jesus did. Took away the sins of the world. Look at the reward he got. He minimized above every other name. Every corner on this planet Earth, there is nobody for the past 2,000 years that has not heard the name of Jesus. And we will continue to hear the name Jesus. Like, the impact will never end until this world ceases to exist. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I did not kill you because of love. And Jesus did not rust. No way. No way. You get to, like, principally, it all still stands on love. You love God. He's going to push you to do extraordinary things for the kingdom of God. And it's going to push God to do extraordinary things as a reward for you. You get to. That's where the reward part of. Don't worry about what the reward is. We are going to get the reward. Just go deeper in love for God. And definitely, that last part is a sure, is a sure thing to me. Yeah. So, I think we have shared what we wanted to say. Yeah. Um, in subsequent times, we'll have more sessions like this where we'll just be speaking of God's words. I feel like this is what we doing more. Yes, we'll be having the usual Max Talk session room, G-Stack Talk and about that. But I think this this is more important. This is key to the growth of Christians. Even like the laps. Distance all over what I've heard. And I pray that even as you listen to this, you are blessed. Yeah. And not just listen to take time to actually share it to somebody. Because you know, God at his word needs to be shared. 